This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. It is the Freddie and Fitzsimmons version of Freddie and Harry. The reunion got the band back together real quick, didn't we? We had the old intro, Freddie and Fitzsimmons. I mean, let's just go ahead and bring it back up. It was eight, nine years, right? (laughs) Amber Wilson last night goes, so you're going back to the X already, huh? Okay. Work wife, not happy. I mean, so, hey, there we go. You got to go change some baby diapers. You got to go cut the grass. Whatever you need to do, get it done this Saturday. Because next week, you want to be on your couch. Or you can read a great book. First of all, let me just say, Freddie, transitions are for kids. That was so dope. You lit it up with that one, bro. Cedric the Entertainer and my pasty butt have so much in common. Like a big old swirl dice cream cone. <laughs> We're so juvenile. <laughs> and welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Got my man Ian Fitzsimmons and Harry Douglas today. I'm just merely Freddie Coleman, just being juvenile as we want to be, presented by Progressive Insurance. Come on, man. It, 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 hey, facts are facts on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius X and Channel 80. So now we get to an adult level because now we need an adult in the room, and she is Erin Dolan. She kicks off the 4 o'clock hour Eastern time. ESPN Sports betting analyst, a great follow on social media at Erin K. Dolan. She's a Philadelphia Eagles fan. But that does not influence her betting or giving betting advice. When it comes to your Eagles tonight playing Minnesota, Aaron, who do you like tonight's Thursday night game? The Eagles, six-point favorite over under 49. So I do like the Eagles to win the game. And I know this comes off like I'm biased, and I am wearing a Philadelphia Eagles semi-jersey. It's like a baseball throwback. I'm, I, I, yeah. Yes, I definitely represent, but that doesn't mean that I'm just, you know, I like to make money, and I I like to, I hope my team wins, but hey, I like girl. to make yes, money. Ma'am. Yeah, yes, come ma'am. from the guy who's sitting in Dallas, right? Mm. Hey, hey, I'm a Cowboys oh, fan. Oh, I'm not a Cowboys, Cowboys fan. Cowboys fan? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, That's yeah, a Carolina yeah. Panthers fan. Oh, hold on. Yeah, right? All right. Yeah. Well, I can't see that. Sorry. Uh-huh. Look, my brother coaches for Carolina, and I'm from okay. Folsom, Louisiana, so my mom refers to the Saints as the Beloveds, right? Okay, so there okay. you go. But you're a Cowboys fan, so I'm we'll get Cowboys to that fan. in a minute. But in terms oh, of the game tonight, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I also think that there's a chance that the Vikings will be able to cover this number. Okay. So my best bet for this game is going to be Kirk Cousins to go over 37 and a half passing attempts. I think he's going to be airing the ball out. We also know the secondary is pretty banged up for the Philadelphia Eagles right now. And last season in week two in primetime, he threw the ball 46 times. And that was because, of course, they were playing from behind. I expect them to be playing from behind this entire game, which is why I think he's just going to be airing the ball out. So I do like over 37 and a half passing attempts. I'd also be looking at the Eagles to go over 27 and a half points just because I do like this right. to go over. I trust them more than I trust the Minnesota Vikings to put up a ton of points in some regard. I mean, this could end up being – no, I'm not going to go back on my word. I think it's going to be a tight game, high-scoring affair, and we'll go with uh, Kirk Cousins over passing attempts. Okay. I like it. You know, and by the way, there is a difference. We were talking during, during the break. <laughs> There's a difference between gambling and wagering. Gambling is when you cannot pay the bet you just placed. Wagering is when you can play is so, it? Yeah. Is that a thing? You should have seen a look I on her face. I think, yes. I, think, I think they're interchangeable a little bit. We do have a show called Daily Wager. So. <laughs> Wagering, so, yes. No. I'm well aware, yes. Good that comeback, Aaron. Wagering is when yeah. you can play, <laughs> pay the bet that you just placed. And let's go with Jets and Cowboys. You brought up the Cowboys. Even though I live in Dallas, no, not a Cowboys fan, even though I do cover the Cowboys. Uh, uh-huh. You look at the Jets' odds right now coming into this game – Future wager, Cowboys minus three on this game. Now it's mm-hmm. gone to nine and a hook. It'd probably yeah. get to 10 by Sunday. What do you think about this game? 
So I'd absolutely take the points for the Jets in this one, mainly because if you just look at the lines as a whole, this total has gone from 46.5 down to 38.5. So this is tied for the lowest total right now for this week. And then in terms of the spread, so like you mentioned, Dallas opened as a three-point favorite. It got as high as minus 9.5, back down to minus 9, which is quite interesting because like you just mentioned, you thought it was going to go to double digits. I did. Myself included to some extent. But I do think the Jets are going to be able to keep this close because of their defense. And, look, I don't want to overreact to that Mm -hmm. Sunday night football game against the Giants. Yes, they put up 40 points, but was that a great, great performance by Dak Prescott by any means? No, the defense came up big. They also scored three rushing touchdowns. I don't think they're going to be able to do that against this Jets defense. So it'll be a low-scoring affair. So I'd rather have the nine points. I think it's pretty – it was sticking out to me off the bat immediately after the Aaron Rodgers news just because that's a lot of points for a total that low. Great stuff by Aaron Dolan from ESPN's Daily Wager, ESPN Sports betting analyst hit on social media. Aaron K. Dolan joining Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Staying with Aaron Rodgers, out yeah. for the season, torn Achilles. What have the odds looked like to you shifting from the New York Jets where they were up here maybe and now they're nowhere near that? Yeah, I mean, the Jets' odds took it hit in every regard as they should but the AFC East as a whole in general was already just wide open and now it's becoming even more wide open to some extent the conversation is now just going to become can Zach Wilson just do enough to get the wins on the offense can they just lean on the run game because that defense is there this whole Aaron Rodgers thing is just is so unfortunate because they really on paper were going to be so so good But Zach Wilson still was able to beat a really good team in the Buffalo Bills, which also stands out to me. I I know we think of Zach Wilson and how terrible he's looked in past seasons, which rightfully so. But at the same time, he did just have all offseason under one of the best quarterbacks ever. They they can make these adjustments. So I I wouldn't say by any means go bet these Jets futures because they've suddenly changed. I think futures bets, again, it's it's almost like a week-by-week thing because they're going to continue to change nonstop. Um, do not bet the Jets' futures, though. I mean, don't, don't think I'm coming <laughs> on here saying that by any means. But, um, yeah, they obviously all those odds took a hit. It's ridiculously early. Um, but I always Thank look you. for value when it comes to MVP, whether it's Heisman Trophy in college football, MVP in the National Football League. Is there value right now that has changed from pre-week one to right now that you really like when it comes to MVP Maybe give me a couple of them because I'll always look for value. Yeah, so the one thing that stands out to me in terms of this market is Tua, of course. So he went from 22 to 1, 22 to 1, to plus 650 behind Patrick Mahomes at plus 600 at some books. Tua is tied at some books with Patrick Mahomes, which is absolutely. It's so ridiculous to me. Of course, this is coming in, or the the odds are changing because money's coming in. So they're taking these big bets, which is shifting the line to this extent. But, I mean, yes, did he have 446 yards? Yes. Three passing touchdowns? That's phenomenal. He looked great. But can that be sustainable? Health and availability are going to be the biggest reasons to win the MVP. And last season, there were so many issues. It's week one. The fact that it moved from 22 to one to that number after just one week, knowing how many weeks left of the season there are, it's just, it's staggering. I don't think you should bet into Tua by any means. I think you can wait on, see how some of these players look midseason because there's other times you can bet into this market. Patrick Mahomes, for example, and Jalen Hurts, they were going down to the wire and Jalen Hurts got injured against the Bears and then obviously that took him out of contention. So, And plus, being a number one seed absolutely helps. So 14 of the last 18 MVP winners clinched the number one seed in their respective conference, including six straight. So for Tua to win this, the Dolphins are going to have to get that number one seed most likely in the AFC. Is that going to happen? I don't know just about that. I'm not, not positive about that. <laughs> Yeah. For uh, starters. So 
Yeah, that, like you had mentioned, it, it is early in the season. Even though we talk about futures all off season from February to now, it doesn't mean that that provides the best value. So it wasn't that bad for the Eagles fan being in the same studio with the Cowboys fan. It wasn't no, that bad. No, it could have been worse. Well, I can't wait until they play. You have to have me back on. Oh, don't worry. Oh, don't worry. When Cowboys play Eagles, I will, we might have you on the whole week. You could have me on the whole week. I'll be more than happy to talk about how you guys cannot figure it out. Man, come on. Already with your team, they finally went one Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years you and we're just get never out of the, let it go. You cannot even get through the playoffs. But at least we own up to our what team how bad to, they've been you, in the playoffs. At least Eagles I own up to it. own up to No, when they we're don't. Bad. They yes, make we excuses do. all the time. You we guys do not make, make excuses. excuses. We are the first people to be booing our own people. Year. You made what excuses, excuses last year in the Super Bowl blaming the well, referees when your guy held the guy. Everybody blames the referees no matter what. You know that's going to happen on whoever loses, no matter what league it is. Well, I don't blame the referees when my team loses because they lose all the time in the playoffs. I do. Saints Rams has missed a damn OPI Wait, call, now, but hey, there you actually, go. Uh, let right me ask there. you a question. What do you yeah. think of this hologram of Jerry Jones? It's and ridiculous. Now you can't talk to, it's don't they ridiculous. usually do that for people who have, like, done something? Yeah. Or passed away? And he's, like, yeah. living and breathing. I'd much it's rather very ha- bizarre. I'd much rather have your owner than the owner that I have. <laughs> oh, but okay. I'm stuck so with him. You're a cool so Cowboys fan. Yeah, I'm stuck <laughs> with him. No, I keep it real as a Cowboys. Believe me. That, that is weird. I, you know why? Because I'm tired of that team running their mouth all the time. They haven't won anything. Yeah. All the time, Jerry Jones can't stop talking. Now he talks about yes, with Dak Prescott. He's the greatest leader that we've had. Dude, you had Troy Aikman as your quarterback. Mm. You had Tony Rome, who you could adopt it as your son, as your quarterback. And then you got this owner out there who knows what kind of power, Aaron, that he has in the NFL running his mouth all the time. He he does run his mouth a lot. I mean, the man, though, has... He's brought in some money. Oh, I'm not. He's brought I'm in some mola. <laughs> but Eric, besides that. We, we, but, you know, if uh, the more money uh, you can get, uh, give them to you. Mo- hey, both of y'all, uh, <laughs> uh, I got two helicopter pilots on my, uh, on my yacht. So, uh, uh, stick it. <laughs> Aaron, can't wait to see you next yes, week. Thanks thank so you much, for having me on. Yes, Absolutely. next time no with the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm no doubt about here. it. It's going to get ugly and ugly between me and Aaron. Kate Dolan, that's her handle on social media. Does a great job on the Daily Wager each and every day on ESPN. And also does a great job at ESPN Sports Betting. Aaron Dolan joining Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons in studio on ESPN Radio. She was presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Blocked and picked up by the Cowboys defender on the right sideline. It is Noah Egan-Banamaki, and he runs it in for a touchdown for Dallas. Parsons at left tackle again, makes a stunt, and Jones throws it out to the left. Fumble! Recovered in the air at the 20. Run into the end zone by Duran Bland. A lot of good things tonight to build off of, but I mean, it is one win. It's your first division win, your first road win, and all those are important because it's important to get that first one under your belt. So Ian Fitzsimmons wants to know this answer because for those who don't know, he's Ian Fitzsimmons on Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app and SiriusXM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Anybody who's listened to this show and has listened to me and Ian, they know that I have two football teams. I have the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Jets are my two football teams. Now, before you guys get all salty, we just had Cedric the Entertainer on 45 minutes ago, and he has two teams, the St. Louis Rams and the Los Angeles Rams and the Pittsburgh Steelers. He has three. He also loves the St. Louis. That's, that's he loves the Chicago Bears and Los Angeles Rams. Illegal. So I don't want to hear it anymore about not having two teams. But we got the Freddie Coleman Bowl this weekend. Dallas Freddie. Cowboys, New York Jets. The winner should get a Freddie Coleman trophy because of the Freddie Coleman Bowl on Sunday at 425 Eastern time. My mom has her little baby boy yeah. coaching special teams with Chris Tabor. Uh-huh. 
with the Carolina Panthers. Same division as her. Go ahead. What does she refer the to beloveds. as the New Orleans? The Beloveds. The Beloveds. Yes, the, yes, she does. That is her squad. When you had your starting quarterback in 1982 as a guy named Guido, uh, then Guido yeah, Merkins. I mean, you're, you're, you're a diehard Saints fan. I mean, that's it, right? I mean, what else are you going to do? I mean, you can't, you can't abandon them. Got to support the team. That woman is rooting against her son on Monday Night Football. That's a lot of when he got hired lot. by Carolina. She goes, "I'm so proud of you." You know, you, you know, I mean, staying in the league, he turned down a couple of P5 coordinator jobs, right? I mean, just you know, what a gr- unbelievable decision you've made. And I hope you go 15 and two. <laughs> your mom is, your well, mom like, is savage. Wait, 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 wait. That last part, what? Your wait, mom what? Is savage man. Yeah, she is. That, that's the power of football. So she does not have. Well, I guess she does have two teams. Mm-hmm, yeah. And the Saints and Carolina in the same division, right. but she has chosen a side, and she will be rooting against her little baby boy on Monday Night Football. So if she can choose a side with her offspring involved, <laughs> you have to choose a side between Cowboys and Jets. Well, my heart says that I want the Jets to win because of Zach Wilson with Aaron Rodgers, but the Cowboys are going to win this game. That's so what it's going to come down right? to. Kickoff. At kick, I'm pulling for the Dallas Cowboys. I'll be honest. I'm pulling okay. for that team because they have much more to lose the rest of this season than the New York Jets. This is a team that they play lights-out defense like that, and I firmly believe that's going to happen. If Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy can get better in terms of – I didn't mind the way Mike McCarthy called plays on Sunday. I know they didn't need the offense to do anything because – he boy, knew that. Right. The Giants' offense was the best Dallas offense, the way that they helped the Dallas Cowboys, helping them score 40 points, winning 40 to nothing. But the play calling was fine. He had the Giants on skates. He had them on their heels defensively. They didn't know whether it was going to be a run, a pass. They didn't have any tendency that he could sink their teeth into to try to game plan against them as that game was going along. If they're able to make that game plan better and Dak Prescott does not miss on throws, and I think he's going to get better in that offense, then all of a sudden you look at a team that, whether people want to hear it or not, is definitely a legitimate team to get out of the NFC even though you got those bloodthirsty Pirates in San Francisco, the 49ers in defense, and the Eagles, who I still think are a better team in the NFC East than the Dallas Cowboys. You know, part of me, and I, I said this yesterday, and I'll say it again now, Freddie. Greeny made me root against the New York Jets. What did Greeny do to you? Are you kidding? His you fandom. get up every morning? His fandom. Aaron, his, before, even yeah. before Aaron Rodgers signed his, and after Aaron Rodgers his signed? His fandom for Aaron Rodgers should not turn you against the Jets and Green. It That's was, just mean. I mean, and there's guys that I covered in college on that team that, that I, I love to death. Like, you know, like Garrett Wilson, like Quinnen Williams, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, at Ohio State and Alabama. But because it was so, and it has been over the top, when Aaron Rodgers got hurt and it was official, you know, and Gabe Neitzel, by the way, we were live, you know, on Amber and Ian when that happened. And Neitzel was like, that's an Achilles. Oh, he I mean, I've had right 16 away. cuts on my right foot, right? And it was, I mean, it was, you know, the moment his toe stuck and then the heel hit and then the calf, you saw the calf like explode out. See, I didn't see that until the replay. I didn't I see mean, that. I mean, it was today. like, oh my God. I said, Gabe, you, you're probably right. I mean, you're, and he, he drilled it. He was spot on. At that moment, I went from Jets fatigue I mean, like army clothes to (laughs) now I'm kind of pulling for him. Now, because of Zach Wilson losing a team in one word last year when he was posed the question, when they had like 62 yards of total offense, right? And the defense played their tails off. Do you feel like you let the defense down? No. And he leaves the podium. 
okay, get his butt out of the locker room because they might assassinate him. I mean, they might kill him. <laughs> they might serve him up on toast. Right? I mean, he, he is done. They were wearing Mike White T-shirts the next week. Well, he went out through for over 300 yards and, and AFC player of the week. And you and I were talking about, man, hey, you got to jettison him. You got to get rid of him. I thought you the can't same keep thing. him in the room. And that would have been the smart decision at the time. But they went against, you know, all common sense and said, you know what? We put a second, a, over, second overall on this guy. Absolutely. We bring in Aaron Rodgers. We're not going to get rid of him. And Aaron, you know, started teaching him. And now more importantly, I am, he also started learning when it comes to yes. Zach Wilson. Now I am because he, he felt very entitled coming out of BYU. Absolutely, he gave he gave you off that air. Yeah. Now I am pulling for Zach Wilson, and okay. I'm pulling for the Jets because all hope went right out the window. They found a way with this remarkable story of Xavier Gibson from Woodrow uh, Wilson High School in that? Dallas, Texas, where that? my daughters go to school, right. where Tim Brown went to school, where Davey O'Brien went to school, one of two high schools in America. Only two have multiple Heisman Trophy winners. Wow. And where Xavier Gibson went to high school is one of them, Davey O'Brien and Tim Brown. And he turns down SMU to play corner to bet on himself and goes to Stephen F. Austin to be a returner and a wide receiver. Well, then FCS power. I clearly understand why he made that Man, decision. I mean, you're, you're all whack, you know, you know, player of the year twice. You're an undrafted free agent. Nobody notices you. And, and in your first NFL game mm-hmm. on Monday that. night football, you do that. You house a punt return in OT. Mm-hmm. That's a damn Hollywood script. Disney, where are you at, man? Let's go. Well, don't think they're not working on it. <laughs> and, and Tim Brown said, this kid, I mean, he's coming to my golf tournament next year, I promise you. I uh-huh. mean, because what a remarkable story. Stuff like that yeah. now has me, along with Zach Wilson, pulling for the New York Jets. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. A guy that we know very well, Pete Sacone, in charge of live events here at ESPN Radio. And he's a lifelong Jets fan. There's lifelong Jets sufferers, and then there's Pete Sacone, as far as that goes when it comes to the New York Jets being a fan. And... Bubba, uh, Brendan Perrigan and I were talking about the Jets and the Cowboys and everything was going to happen this weekend. And Pete was like, look, they just got to let Zach, Taylor, Zach Wilson play because you don't know what you right. have. But if you try to babysit him, if you try to pussyfoot around with him, then that's going to be a problem. You got to know exactly what you have in this guy with this team. This way, in a couple of weeks, you got to make a decision when it comes to going after a backup quarterback that you can trust that can be a lot better. You can't just go out there and just dial it back. You can do that in that one possession. 13-13 game, you didn't want Zach Wilson to throw the football away and take all the air out of the building after you were down 13-3. to But now you got to figure out exactly what you have in Zach Wilson. This is not the way you wanted it if you're the New York Jets, if you're Robert Sala in that organization. But now here's where we are. This is what you got. So they have a chance to find exactly, okay, should we waste our time with this guy next year and find the heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers when he comes back? Or, yes, now we got the guy that Aaron Rodgers finally retires. Yep. We know we got a guy we can believe in. Not saying this week, but the next two to three weeks. And I thought Pete Sacone was spot on. He says you cannot dial it back just because of past events of Zach Wilson. You better figure out what you have. If he's not what he believes he can be or that you believe he can be, then you got to cut bait and move on. If he is... Now you got something, a guy you can potentially build around if he's learned his lessons from Master Rogers before he got injured. You know, this is not about, to me, Dak and Zach. This is about the Cowboys defense and the Jets defense. And I think the total's around 39, 39 39 and a half. Yeah, 39.5 as of um, early today. I really don't place NFL wagers until morning of. That one 
is going to be fired in right when we go to pay some bills because yeah. I'm taking the under bet into your hands bleed on Jets and Cowboys come Sunday. That's all the makings of an NFC East game from 1993. Had the Cowboys versus the Giants. Iowa, Iowa State uh, in college football. That's every year with them. <laughs> I mean, just, that's, that's every game with Iowa. It's 14 to 12. Yeah, right, exactly. right all over. That, <laughs> that's every game with Iowa as far as that goes. Curtis hit us up on social media. Coleman ESPN, Ian Fitz ESPN saying as a lifelong Jets fan, we don't want any Coleman or participation trophies. Just give it to the Cowboys because that's the only one that they're ever, ever going to get. Jason in Las Vegas, he's got something to say on the Freddie and Harry hotline at 888-729-3776. Jason, what you got, my friend? I got four bullet points for you. Okay. First one, great interview with Cedric. Thank you, bro. Made me laugh. I was crying. So that's number one. <laughs> number two, coming from, just to let you know from the south and Midwest, peach is going down because you're <laughs> going to have a peach cobbler with oh, a peach yeah. moonshine. So yeah. please. Peach. Mm. Nobody wants cherry. We don't even call cherry uh, Kool-Aid. We call it red. So <laughs> Apple nice. pie moonshine. Give that a run. Ooh. No. Okay. And now Ooh. I'm going to hit two bullet points that are going to really maybe make you think. Number one, if you think about it, what Dion's doing now, ain't nobody in the hood got a big, that's, a, that's grown up a single mom and the kid is a five-star project. They're not going to ship him off to Dion. Because if you watch the first game they played in Colorado, they was checking kids that was acting foolish. When they even his own son, when they had that beef on the field, his coaches brought him over and said, boy, we don't do that on no field or you won't be playing. And so he, so everybody that's got a young son, is, and they're going to know that Dion's going to raise a man and he's going to teach him respect. And last but not least on my bullet point, that coach from Colorado should be ashamed of himself because what he said was almost like he was from 1950 and wanted to say, boy, take your glasses and hat off. And he's talking to a grown man himself. You show respect. You, if you want respect, you give it. And what he said was so disrespectful. Somebody should tell him this is not 1950. And I digress. <laughs> Jason in Vegas. Brought the Look, noise in Jay the Nor- Jay Norvell is also a, a grown man. Yes, he is. He's been around he, for a long, he, long time. He said what he had to say, and he put it out there in front of his fan base at Colorado State. He's got Jay Norvell's got to be close to sixty now. I don't think Jay Norvell's that old. He's close to it. I mean, he was well, in Oklahoma. In the, I mean, right for a while as a young. Let me see, Jay Norvell. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're good. He's look close at you. to it. No, not close to sixty. You're right on it. Oh well, I didn't dude. mean it. Well, that was a good guess, dude. You are right on it. Look at you. You should have placed a wager on that one. <laughs> you want some money? That'd have been gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Keep winging at the Freddie and Harry hotline at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. That's triple eight. Say ESPN. Ian Fitzsimmons, excuse me, Freddie, coming together on Freddie and Harry. Are the Falcons really that for real at 1-0? One of their own will stop by and talk about that next. Keep it here on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Love Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Join the conversation and you want, anytime you want, excuse me, on the Freddie and Harry hotline at 888 espn 888-729-3776. So we had not one, not two, but three rookie quarterbacks. One played against the Atlanta Falcons. They're one and on the season. Many people believe the Falcons could be for real in the NFC itself this year. Not South, S-O-U-T-H, South, S-O-U-F, because nine wins might win that division when it's all said and done. And I looked at Bryce Young, and I know it's game one, where you got him for the Carolina Panthers, Ian Fitzsimmons, C.J. Stroud for the Houston Texans. They played the Baltimore Ravens. And Anthony Rich and the Indianapolis Colts, they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. C.J. Stroud didn't look overwhelmed by the moment. Anthony Richardson did not look overwhelmed by the moment. I thought Bryce Jones was trying to do too much to pay for the sins of his offensive line and receivers who could not separate from the Falcons' D-backs and that defense on Sunday. I think everything that Bryce Young does and any of the Carolina Panthers do is absolutely outstanding. Uh, so that, that's number one. Number, number two, um, C.J. Stroud. And I, but by the way, I don't think Bryce Young was overwhelmed. I mean, he, he just that, that old line's got to get tighter. Yeah, and, and it's not good news that Brady Christensen, you know, their, their starting left card yeah. is now down and on the IR. So, you know, I think it's Jensen that now gets elevated to play alongside Bradley Bozeman, who I, I like a lot. And then Easy Iquanu, I mean, is Icky E is, I mean, they're solid at left tackle. But anyway, point, I mean, I, I think I, I am a Bryce Young guy. And I think we get too caught up in not just week one, but the entire rookie campaign for rookie quarterbacks. Remember Tua. Mm-hmm. Die, you, what a bust. Should have taken Herbert. Now, after week one this year, 
Oh, my God. Tua, what an excellent decision. And, oh, hey, MVP. Scariest offense that we've seen in National Football League yeah, in the last I 25 mean, if, years. If we would have reacted to Troy Aikman, right, when and, and after his rookie year, he'd have been cut by the Cowboys because they went 1-15. If we had social media when Peyton Manning was a rookie, he still holds to this day the inter- single-season INT record of 28. But because we are in this instant gratification world, we want to dissect, all right, let's carve them up, right? And, and get into, you know, just crucifying these rookie, not just quarterbacks, but rookies at the skill position in general. And, and to a degree, if you're in a, a major market, look at Andrew Thomas at, at left tackle for the Giants. I was calling him a turnstile at the end of his rookie campaign. My hand is up. Now, he's a stalwart. So, look, when it comes to rookie quarterbacks, week one, survive. Week two, survive. (laughs) Week three, survive. And don't worry about winning games. I mean, try and get better every single week because guess what? You are a rookie starter as a first-round pick for a reason. Your team stinks. Yeah. All is fair what you just said. I'm not going to say it's inaccurate. But more than ever before in modern times, quarterbacks want to win now. They're just wired differently. Bryce Young even talked about, I've got to be a lot better for this football team. He wasn't pointing fingers at anybody. He didn't say, you guys need to be better. We gotta, he said, I got to be better. He put it all on himself. Same thing with C.J. Stroud. He said, oh, you play the Baltimore yeah, Ravens, rookie quarterback. Yeah. Those are the kind of things you want to see. But they also want to win now. Bryce Young believes that they should have won that game versus Atlanta. C.J. Stroud believes they should have won that game against the Houston Texans. And Anthony Richardson has more than enough reason to believe they should have won that game against Jacksonville because you looked up, and he was out playing Trevor Lawrence to a point. They had a 21-17 lead, and then rookies are going to go through that. You try to do too much, and in the NFL, windows close quickly, and also a mistake that you could get away with in college, you can't get away with that at the next level. And Anthony Richardson, word of advice, I know you're a big, strong young man. In the NFL, if you can't nice. outrun a guy, please get down. <laughs> Save yourself. Do not have your parents going to your funeral going, what happened to our son? Your son is dead because he's stupid. Don't have those kind of conversations. They are hey, a lot quicker. Exactly. You know, you know, get down or lose your game forever. If you're Anthony Richardson, you gotta be you gotta be better with that. And even he said that, yeah, I gotta get down a lot quicker up at this level. I love what I saw from all three of those quarterbacks. But I really love what I saw from Anthony Richardson. Because whatever his curve is, it seems that he's gotten a lot a lot closer to managing that curve than anybody could have anticipated for a guy that did not have a lot of starts in college of Florida. Yeah, only 13 starts, and I, I saw two of them. And, man, I, I, you and I talked about this when we were together, right, for, you know, eight, nine years. And that is – but you go back to just AR. 13 starts. You take his f- top 15 plays, he's in Canton. You take his worst 15 plays, he's not starting in high school. But, man, the ceiling is, is I mean, it's the Sistine Chapel because of the ability. His mental makeup is right. extraordinary. You know, but if you're going to give me one guy that I have to pick of those three. Okay, who's that one guy? That had the most impressive debut, I'm going to go C.J. Stroud. Okay, if I tell you the place of futures bet, who you think is going to be – Who's going to be better? Who's going to be ahead of the other guys? 
By the years? end of this year. No, just this year. No, let's not do that oh, whole man. thing. I, I, Don't do the three- to five-year plan. No. Let's not do that. No. Well, you have to. That's what GMs do. Well, I mean, not, that, that, well, that's what the front office does. We're not GMs. I'm just asking well, you, Fitzsimmons, at the end of 2023. Not, I, because, look, I'm not going to go at the end of 2023 because teams are going to be so different. If you'd have done that with Tua, you're going, punt. You know, you didn't have a Troy, punt. You're going to have Peyton Manning, you're punting, right? So, I, I think if you look ahead – Two, three years down the road, I still like Bryce Young. I, I don't care that he's, you know, if he plays for the Lollipop Guild. I mean, I, I don't care. You know, I, I had one NFL scout tell me, man, he looks so small out there. Well, guess what? He looks small against Georgia. Yeah. I mean, he's playing against the same guys. Exactly. The they NFL. didn't get much bigger. You know, I mean, Jalen Carter's not much bigger. Nolan Smith's not much bigger. Right? Jordan Davis isn't much bigger. Quay Walker is not much bigger in the NFL. He played against all these dudes and carved them up. So if I'm going to go, if you're looking ahead mm-hmm. two, three years down the road, okay. I still like Bryce one right. and right behind him. And I had him this way in the draft, CJ Stroud right behind him. One, a one B and AR. Yeah. I mean, it's you just, did. he's got a, he's got so much to work on. And my biggest thing with him, you can't chuck it 37 times. Well, Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman. That's where you're missing Jonathan Taylor. Thank you. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. That's why I think by the end of this year, Anthony Richardson is going to be further ahead based on what you just said. Because at least C.J. Stroud will have a couple of guys in the backfield that can help him out in certain games. Bryce Young is going to have a running game. They made a commitment saying we're going to be a run-first football team. We're going to make sure our quarterback is a play-action kind of guy. We believe that's going to help him. He's going to get better and better and better. Anthony Richardson is going at this alone when you think about it because he does not have a guy that the Indianapolis Colts are refusing to pay when it comes to Jonathan Taylor. That's why he had to throw the ball around 37 times. Because I know if I'm Shane Steichen, I'm thinking, well, I, I don't have anybody else. I don't want to do it. I don't want to yeah. do it, but I have no choice to do it. And that's why he told them, dude, you have got to get down. We, can't, we don't have Jonathan Taylor. We can ill afford to have you get injured, or we're really going to be a terrible team here in 2023 in Indianapolis. So I clearly understand why they decided that they had to get in touch with the Arena Football League with Anthony Richardson because <laughs> the, right. front office is, the front office has dictated that's what they're going to have to do to maybe accelerate his growth a lot sooner than Shane Steichen, as a new head coach, wanted to do with Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis. I don't know if he ever threw it 37 times at Florida. I have to you go know, back that's and a look. Good I'm being question. serious. I, I, I don't know, know yeah. if he ever had to throw it 37 times in a yeah. single game. I got to go back and look for that. Yeah, yeah. But his arm had to have hurt after that with all the throws <laughs> that he made. Better his arm hurting than his body hurting by him not getting down sooner than but later. It, the, the, but your thought on this instant judgment we have on rookie quarterbacks more than anybody else. Yeah, I mean, it's it, like it's, that in life, dude. As you know, like, it's as you, sad. It is, and, but, and that's where that's where people get proven wrong. And I love watching the same guys mm-hmm. on national TV going, oh, two of what he's, he won't make it, won't make it, won't make it. Right. And all of a sudden, now they're, the same people are going, I told you. No, yeah. you didn't. No, no you did. didn't. It, they'll say anything to push their agenda to make sure that they look right all the time when they're wrong the majority of the time. But somebody faced up against Bryce Young this weekend in the NFL. Beat my little brother. <laughs> it's not going to be Ian's Sent little bro to 0-1. I know. Well, he sent Ian's brother in that team, the Carolina Panthers, to 0-1. We'll talk to him about what he saw from the guy he had to face on the other side when it came to Bryce Young, the rookie quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. It's Freddie and Harriet. Freddie coming to Ian Fitzsimmons, and this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 92.9, the game in Atlanta with the call. How about those Falcons? They're over 500 for the first time since 2017. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X Channel 80. And also, don't forget about some tune in. He's one of the top 100 players in the National Football League. He is Grady Jarrett, defensive tackle of the Atlanta Falcons. Can't wait to talk about him and the new Falcons. He joins us here on Freddie and Harry. Grady, I mentioned over 500 for the first time since 2017. What is it like to look at this team and say, yep? We are legit in the NFC South, even though it's only one game. I mean, I think you said the key part. You know, it's one game. You know, we're definitely happy to start off with a win. But, um, you know, we definitely more we want to accomplish. Uh, but I can't lie, you know, I do feel good winning the season opener and uh, give you motivation to continue to do better going forward. But, uh, you know, um, that one is behind us. we got to be ready to prepare and be ready for the next one. Grady, I don't know if, if David Bassett and the PR staff let you know, but my brother coaches for the Carolina Panthers, so that hurt, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love the evil cackle. Man, I, will say, I, I will say sorry, but I wouldn't mean it, though. <laughs> well done, I'll let Grady. my mom know. Right? There you go. Well done. Yeah. Hey, what is it about divi- – I can't stand division games early in the year because you really don't know what you have in a team. As you know, you're a vested vet now, man, until probably week three, week yeah. four. How do you feel about playing division games early in the season? You know, it's kind of like how to um, just how the schedule, you know, turned out. You know, actually for the past two years, we played the Saints first last year, and uh, so it just make the game that much more. You know, I think it's I don't know if it's intense, whatever, or that much more important because, as you guys know, how important you know division wins and losses are. So to be able to go in the game without much to study, you know, is one of the games that's up in the air and it's just true, really. You know, who prepared the best that day, who ready to go out the gate, and, uh, you know, not really any time for, you know, warm up to fix, you know, from this game, this game, you got to be ready to go out the gate. So, I mean, it's just heightened the level of competitiveness, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. got to be ready. One of the best defensive players in the National Football League, Grady Jarrett, defensive tackle of the Falcons with Freddie and Ian Fitzsimmons on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. I love what you said earlier this year about the winning mentality of your quarterback, Desmond Ritter. We had him on yesterday. 
and you could just feel his presence. What is it like to see a guy that he seems to be a lot ready? He felt like he was ready last year to be a starting quarterback, but he had to wait a year before it actually happened. Yeah, man, it's for him to get his opportunity and uh, run with it is awesome to see. And, uh, you know, the best thing about it is nobody has higher expectations for Dez than himself. And uh, so that's exciting to have and a leader and a quarterback. And I'm just excited to see him, you know, start his career and uh, just see how far he can take it. But, I mean, everybody's optimistic. And, but like I said, man, I mean, the, the standard he has for himself is, is so high to, so much higher than anybody else has with him. So we're happy to have him as our quarterback. You know, Grady, as far as this team goes, not a lot of people are talking about you. You know, it's not like when you were at Clemson, right, where everybody was talking about you. You were part of the, that mm-hmm. group that built Clemson to being what Clemson led to national championships. How do you embrace yeah. that, you know, that underdog mentality? Like, if you don't want to talk about us, go right ahead. But we're going to show up yeah. and all of a sudden show you what we've got because you guys are a much improved yeah, team. Yeah, man, definitely much improved team. But like you say, you know what? At the end of the day, you got to control the control, control the controllables. And that's winning the games that's ahead of us. You know, if we don't win, then, you know, nobody's going to talk. But at the end of the day, you want to win the game just because, you know, you're a competitor. You know, all the talk and all the things say, whatever it may be, that come and go. But, um, you know, you just want to focus on what you can control, and that's the way you perform, and that's winning the games. And, you know, talk on going to come how it come, you know what I'm saying? So, um, as we all seen, you know, seasons where people are hyped up and the season don't go how it is, and you see these teams that come out of nowhere and have crazy success. So, um, we just focus on our journey, where we're at, and, uh, but we feel very good about, you know, confident in our abilities to, you know, get the job done and what we got planned for ourselves. How much of that comes from your mom, Alicia? Because I saw a picture of you two together last season. I said, I didn't realize Grady had an older sister. Then I realized it was his mother <laughs> when it comes to Alicia. How much of that comes from her? Because I get a really good sense. She's a very central figure in your life. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you said a definitely super, super important figure, if not the most important, not if not the most important figure in my life now. I mean, she, she's been a super motivational fact factor for me and then for me being a guy who wasn't highly recruited and um you know just really looking for an opportunity like you said not talked about much and um she always would tell me just you know be undeniable that's always a word to me you know and that's uh, so when an opportunity prepared uh, pre- when an opportunity came you know i just had to you know do well and just you know they couldn't deny you know you couldn't deny you know your greatness couldn't deny how hard you work could deny how productive you were and uh no matter what the saying was you just i mean the facts is you know, you're putting in work, showing up. And then for us as a team, it's going to be, you know, winning games. As long as you win, what can they say, you know? But that's on us to go put the work in. So that's one of the biggest lessons that my mom taught me and just resonate with me. And I try to, you know, get to other people, just be undeniable and always put that work in and let the rest take care of itself. Grady, keep preaching the, this work ethic, man. So if you yeah, had man. a message for any young athlete, especially maybe more directed to parents than the actual player, you were a great okay. wrestler in high school, along with football. Yeah. When it comes to multiple sports, your message to young players who are parents more so, going, I want my player, my, my son to be a baseball player or just a football player or just basketball. Multiple sports, how much does that help a young athlete develop into where you are right now? now I think it helps so much. You know, when growing up, I've also played baseball in the park league, played basketball in the park league. Then once I got to high school, I wrestled. Did a track team with some field events and Come did football. On. Only not not only worked on you know you know just athletic ability, but in, in the social you know having kids interact with each other, learning people from different backgrounds. You know sports bring together all different people from any backgrounds. You know people that you'll never run into if you didn't play. You know if you didn't play, and I think it's a good tool. Just you know when kids you know grow up and go out into society. 
Oh, no. I wanted to hear the rest of that. I know. We lost Son them. of a. Oh, man. I tell you what, if Grady Josh shows up oh. to a basketball court that I'm playing on, I'm making sure I'm, I'm stacking I'm, I'm, the team. First pick. First pick. Uh, stacking the team. I said, I don't know pick. if he can play or can't play, but I'm on that guy's side right now. He's clogging the middle. It, it, no doubt. I want that guy. No doubt. Grady Jarrett Falcons we defensive tackle. Yes, we did lose him. Oh. But, but I will say, I love what he said about, you know, back-to-back losing seasons. He said, you know, I'm all about trying to be the best leader I can be for this team, and he believes the best is yet to come for the Atlanta Falcons. Those are the kind of guys inside and outside the locker room that you can build on with a young Falcons team, with that guy's the leader of that team. Look, man, he, he was part of that foundation. You know, you're going back to mm-hmm. 15, 16 at Clemson. When they started right? that go Sean Watson, all those guys. Yeah. And the yeah, next man. thing you know, he, he leaves right before the natty. But he was part of that group that was recruiting all those other guys to come in. You know, the Dexter Lawrences, you know, yeah. the Cleveland Farrells. All those guys came in mm-hmm. because of that group. Yep. And it, winning is – it's like a disease, right? It's infectious. It's like a virus. And once you start it, man, it just spreads. And being uh, like being a, a North Shore of New Orleans guy and having a little bro at Carolina, damn. Yeah. The Eagles, <laughs> Cause yeah. The, the birds are on the come. This is ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.